Coming up, great pitching highlights the action from a busy day in baseball. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On MLB hosts here. They're going to recap everything from Tuesday. We begin with a rookie throwing a no-hitter for the Angels in last night's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up. Reed Detmers made his major league debut at the end of last season, and last night he threw nine innings of no-hit baseball against the Rays. After the no-hitter for the L.A. lefty, our Locked On Angels host has the story. What's going on, everybody? Happy Detmers Day! Reed Detmers, no-hits, the Tampa Bay Rays. It's John from Locked On Angels celebrating a no-hit victory from our Halos, 12 to nothing against the Tampa Bay Rays. That is not an easy lineup to no hit against and Reed Detmers who's a rookie has a long career ahead of him he had the pitch mix working tonight that curveball that changeup, he had all of it looking sharp looking great and the game got wild it was 12 to nothing the final score and in the bottom of the eighth they had Brett Phillips come in to pitch all-star pitcher Brett Phillips and the Angels were like not trying I mean Mike Trout hit a home run Shohei hit a double And then Anthony Rendon bat left-handed and hit a home run, which was crazy. His first career at bat as a lefty. But the story tonight is young Reed Detmers getting that no-hitter. He'll go down in the history books as the 12th no-hitter in Angels history. Man, feels good to be a halo right now. We'll talk about all of this on Lockdown Angels, so be sure to tune into the podcast or catch us on YouTube. Just search Lockdown Angels, and we'll see you there. The Seattle Mariners took advantage of some Philadelphia mistakes and played through some chaos and ejections to beat the Phillies on Tuesday. Locked on Mariners and locked on Phillies go over an eventful game in Seattle. That game took forever to wrap up, but the Mariners at the end of it are back in the win column. This is Titan Gonzalez, host of the Locked on Mariners podcast. Mariners defeat the Phillies 5-4 on Tuesday night or, well, Wednesday morning for me out here in Toronto. This game had a lot going on in it, probably too much to cover in this one little short video, but I will try. Joe Girardi and Luis Friends were both ejected in this one, the latter of which was a complete, utter ump show, and if we're being fair, the... What led to Girardi's ejection was also kind of a complete, utter ump show. But I digress. The Phillies had multiple errors in this one, which helped out the Mariners in a big way. The Bab of Gods also smiled upon the Mariners for the first time in what feels like forever, with a lot of weak contact actually resulting in runners getting on base and runs being scored for the Mariners. Who knew that things could actually swing in that direction for Seattle? But hey, first time for everything, I guess. Multi-hit games for Adam Frazier, Ty France, Eugenio Suarez, and Luis Torrens got things going for the M's offense, and Torrens was especially huge in this one. Had a couple of of really long at bats including one that resulted in a single and most importantly knocked Aaron Nola out of this game. Torrens was also huge behind the plate uh, covering for some come and go control from Robbie Ray in this one. Ray outside of the fifth inning though was pretty good 
in this game. We're going to be back after tomorrow's game. It's a getaway day for the Mariners and the Phillies. Hopefully the Mariners can close out a series win. They could really, really, really use it. We'll see you on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, if that isn't just the story of the 2022 Philadelphia Phillies season so far, Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. They have a great win last night. They were nine to nothing, collect 17 hits, score nine runs, home runs, doubles, everything. And then today, well, they lose five to four in tight, but uh, uninspiring fashion against those same Mariners. They strike out 10 times against Robbie Ray and Aaron Nola, who um, keeps getting opportunities to win series for this team. Just continues to fail to do so. Gives up three runs in the first two innings. Puts them behind the eight ball, and they never really come back. Gene Segura gave him a late home run in the uh, top of the ninth to make it a one-run game, to make it more interesting, but really just a game that the Phillies could have had that they didn't, and another one where it was just like, mm, well, the bullpen looked good, but the starter didn't look great, and the offense wasn't all quite there. The consistency just not there for this team, and who knows when it will be. Who knows if it will be. Got another game to try and steal a series tomorrow, though. Let's hope they get that one. The Giants got a lot of offense yesterday, but it wasn't from the usual suspects. Our Locked On Giants host tells you how the bottom of the order came up big for San Fran. Great night for the bottom of the Giants lineup as they cruise to an easy victory against the Rockies. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. The eight and nine spots in the Giants lineup did not make an out in this game. Luis Gonzalez, who then was pinch hit for for Austin Slater and Kurt Casale at the bottom, didn't make an out. And Alex Wood, five and a third innings, one run, one run wasn't earned. And the Giants cruised to a nine to two win. The Rockies and the Giants entered this series with the same record, but we said at the time the Giants are the better team. And I think that they're showing that in this series and they have a chance for a sweep tomorrow. So we'll break it all down on tomorrow's Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. The Rockies bats continue to struggle on the road and Locked on Rockies doesn't have an explanation for Colorado's struggles away from Coors Field. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast. Your post-game Locked on now. The Rockies once again can't come up with the big hit. They once again give up a bunch of runs and the Giants once again, beat the Colorado Rockies. Have we heard that before? Have we said it before? The Rockies basically have the same amount of hits as the Giants. In fact, I'm pretty sure they finished with the same amount of hits as the Giants. Two less hits, I'm sorry. Two less hits than the Giants tonight, yet they finish seven runs behind as the Giants score in one, two, three, four innings in the ball game as the Rockies only score uh, twice. Round and around we go. The Road Rockies, where they go, the hits will never follow. That's what it sort of seems like. Rockies in trouble on the road. Rockies in trouble as they head home here, trying to salvage at least one game on the road. I saw a doc come in there. She's disappointed too. But hey, day baseball tomorrow. Hoping for better. We'll break it all down right here on Locked On Rockies. Coming up, the Orioles and Astros use strong starts on the mound to secure wins. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. Now, if you want to head over there, you can get in on the NBA and NHL playoff action, and all you have to do is head over to betonline.net.
Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Aaron Judge accomplished a career first for the Yankees as we continue our look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Diamondbacks won at home with a big third inning, and Arizona's manager hit a milestone with the victory. Our Locked On Diamondbacks host tells you all you need to know from a big night all around. Miller Thomas of Lockdown Diamondbacks coming to you post-graduation. I didn't get a chance to see the whole D-backs game, but what I did watch during graduation really impressed me because I got to see that third inning where the D-backs absolutely broke it open. It was a 2-2 tie, but there's six through eight hitters, three straight singles. Alec Thomas uh, scored a run during that inning as well. The D-backs were phenomenal during that third inning. They broke it open 6-2, ended up winning the ball game 9-3. Madison Bumgarner looked phenomenal tonight. He got his revenge against the Miami Marlins. Who, if you remember, he was thrown out for BS ejection the last game. The D-backs win. The D-backs have beat the Marlins in five straight games. Toy Lovello, now the winningest, winningest, winningest manager in D-backs franchise history. I hope I said that word correctly. Great night for the D-backs. Great night for Miller Thomas. And now the D-backs have a chance to sweep the fish for the second time in two weeks. After scoring 12 runs on Monday, the Guardians ran out of offense last night against the White Sox, and they didn't do much better in the field either. Locked on Guardians goes over a hard one to take in for Cleveland fans. The win streak against the White Sox ends tonight, and defense was a big part of the problem for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, before we get into the defensive miscues, can we just take a second and talk about physics? Don't slide into first base. This game was ended after an overturned call at first base, when Andres Jimenez decided to slide into first base, sliding only helps you avoid a tag. By the nature of dropping onto the ground, you generate friction, which slows you down. If you run head first through the base, which you're allowed to do, uh, you generate less fi- friction and you go faster. Can we please stop sliding into first base? It's where injuries happen and you're being less effective. Let's learn how to slide, people. Uh, overall, it was a frustrating game. Like I said, it was uh, offensively, not a lot of players stood out. Ahmed Rosario had three hits. Josh Naylor had his third home run in, like, the last nine innings. Uh, it, it was a game that should have been closer if not for defensive miscues. And, again, nearly had bases loaded, two outs in the ninth. Now Austin Hedges was two up next, and the bench isn't exactly a murderer's row, so who's to say anything would have happened? But still, let's stop sliding into first base. If for no other reason to avoid injuries, and because number two, it just doesn't work. Aaron Judge has had plenty of big moments, and he added another to the resume last night. Our Locked On Yankees host details a first for number 99. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Blue Jays at Yankee Stadium tonight. And with the way the game began, this didn't look possible. The Yankees couldn't hit. It looked like three runs could be insurmountable. Then the Yankees tied the game. Then Chad Green gave up two runs. And then it looked like those two runs could be insurmountable for a couple of innings there. And then the bottom of the ninth happened. And my goodness, Aaron Judge hits his first career walk-off home run. And I know non-Yankee fans are probably thinking, huh? But it's true. He's had walk-offs in the past. He helped get them into the playoffs with his infield single against the Rays on the very last day of the regular season of 2021. But yes, this was his first walk-off bomb. And what 
Perfect timing, huh? So the Yankees win 6-5. I will have a complete recap of this game on the next Locked on Yankees, plus a recap of the afternoon game on Thursday as well. It'll be a post-game extravaganza, so tune in. The Orioles beat the Cardinals on the road thanks to a big night from a pitcher starting in the MLB for just the third time. Locked on Orioles gives you the name to remember from the victory in St. Louis. Wow. All I got to say about that one, Kyle freaking Bradish. Are you serious? Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. Kyle Bradish in his third big league start, seven innings, two runs, 11 strikeouts and no walks. The only other major league pitcher to strike out 11 and walk no one in one of their first three big league starts. The only other guy to do it, Steven Strasburg. Pretty good company for the Orioles right-hander, the rookie who dominated with that slider, had nine whiffs on the pitch, 14 in total, 11 strikeouts, just baffling that St. Louis offense. And the O's return to St. Louis for the first time since 2003. It's been a long time, but making it worth it so far with a 5-3 victory, that was a whole lot of fun to watch Kyle Bradish work. And I'll break it all down on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Justin Verlander had us less than two innings away from two no-hitters in the same day, but instead the Astros settled for an easy shutout win over the Twins after he threw into the eighth inning. Locked On Astros recaps the dominant performance on the mound. I'm sitting here with my buddy Justin Verlander, who was one batter away, well, five outs away from getting his fourth no-hitter, would have joined Sandy Koufax and Nolan Ryan in that category. The Astros win 5 to nothing as the offense gets it done, hits with runners in scoring position. Jeremy Pena providing a lot of the offensive runs. Alex Bregman collecting two hits, and this game ends with the rookie Joe Ryan not looking great against the Astros. They win the first in Minnesota. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros with your team every day. That's all for today on Locked on Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked on Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked on MLB and your team's Locked on podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked on Now.